Welcome to Women of the Harvest podcast. Get ready for an encouraging message that may not only help equip you, but will help empower you in your plowing. Good evening. Good morning, everyone. This is Giovanna with the Women of the Harvest podcast. I am excited to be here again. I feel like it's been quite some time since we released some teachings. We've been going through some transitions. And um, I'm just excited to be here and to just, you know, bless you guys with another teaching and encourage you guys and help, you know, just prepare you into whatever season you're coming into, whatever season you're leaving and transitioning from. Um, so today, the topic we are going to be talking about boundaries. Before we get into the topic, let's get into prayer. So, Father God, we thank you. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your kindness. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are within us. We thank you, Jesus Christ, that you were crucified on the cross to deliver us, to heal us from all of our sin, all of our trespasses. We thank you, God, that you are merciful in all your ways, and today is a new day, and you have given us authority, you have given us dominion to display and fulfill the kingdom of God. And so we just ask that in today's teaching, you will just begin to reveal areas in the listeners' lives where boundaries have not been set, where boundaries need to be set, and that you would just give revelation. Just pray that this teaching may be helpful to all who are listening. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit, have your way. In Jesus' name. Okay, so today we're going to talk about boundaries. Boundaries is so important. Um, I believe that many of us know that we have to set boundaries, but when it comes to setting them, we kind of let people come across those boundaries. And in order for you to sustain healthy relationships, friendships, whatever the place, whatever the situation, whatever the circumstance, boundaries sustain healthy relationships. And I'm going to get into why. Now, okay, so first, I like to talk about the definition of boundaries. We, Whenever we do our teachings, we like to break things down so that there's better understanding. When we do the definitions, there's better revelation, there's just better insight. And so the definition of a boundary is a line that marks the limits of an area. It is a dividing line, a limit of a subject or sphere of activity. Another word for a boundary is territory, authority, or sphere. So good because in the Bible we might think like, well, when did God set boundaries or when did Jesus set boundaries? There's so many different examples of how to set boundaries and how God and Jesus did it like in the New Testament and in the Old Testament. And it's so good. So examples of boundaries in the Bible is when God set the boundaries in Genesis. It shows that he separated in the first Genesis, it says here that he separated the light from the dark. He separated the waters from each other, and then he separated the land. So that right there was God's first display of setting boundaries. Now, everything that God does is symbolic, it's prophetic, it's supernatural, and it always reflects in the natural. So when God separated the the, the earth from the from the from the land, I mean, excuse me, the sky from the land and the waters, it was because that's 
God displaying boundaries. In the book of Numbers, boundaries were given to the tribes and their inheritance and their inheritance was the land. So in the book of tribes, excuse me, in the book of Numbers, each tribe was given their own land as an inheritance. So they were each given their own boundary. He said, the tribe of Dan, I'm going to give you this. The tribe of Benjamin, I'm going to give you this much, and so on and so forth. And so that is another example of how boundaries are displayed in the Old Testament. And again, these boundaries were given as an inheritance for them to steward. Come on, to steward. He didn't say, I'm going to give you this land and this boundary so that you can just let anyone in and out. To steward means to manage and also to be a watchman of, to watch who's coming in, who's coming out, what's going on. So that's another example of boundaries. Um, if we don't set boundaries, guys, ladies, it can affect our families. It says it here. He, he gave the boundaries as an, as an inheritance for their families. So imagine if, you know, one of the tribes just decided not to steward or set up be a watchman of their of their land of their inheritance and just allow the you know the enemy to come and take the spoils and and you know have his way that would affect their families that would affect those around them so when we set boundaries we're not only protecting ourselves we're protecting our families we're protecting our finances we're protecting our health we're protecting our mental stability, our mental sanity. We're protecting our emotion, our spiritual. There's so many things that comes into play when it comes to boundaries. He even set boundaries to Satan in Job. In Job 1, 6 through 12, he says, when he told Satan, he, told Satan, he can touch his material, he can touch you know, he can affect everything around him, his family and things of that sort. But he could not touch Job himself. He could not cause death to come upon Job. That was a boundary that God set on Satan. And if God has given us the authority and we are to fulfill the mandate of Genesis, that means that we can set boundaries on the enemy. We can set boundaries on sin. We can set boundaries on the supernatural things that are taking around that's taking place around us. We just have to believe that we have the authority to do so. Number one. Number two, we have to believe we have to want to set these boundaries. We have to want to have a healthy life. We have to want to have healthy relationships. I mean, how many of us have relationships that we're not really stewarding? How many of us have relationships that people come in and out of our lives time and time again, doing what they please, doing what they want, speaking how they want, taking from us, not just materially, but, but spiritually draining us. And we just let, we let it go. We let it be. But God is saying, I need you to take a stand in this season so that I can fulfill the will in your life. But that's going to take you setting boundaries. No, that doesn't mean that we can't love people, but there's a balance that the body of Christ, that people in general need to practice. And so another scripture of regarding to balance is 2 Corinthians 10, 13. It says, we, however, will not boast beyond proper limits, but will confine our boasting 
to the sphere of service God himself has assigned to us, a sphere that includes you. So here you have Paul talking about his boasting. He's like, I can't boast in too much, but I can only boast in what God has allowed me to boast in because anything beyond that is pride. Anything beyond that is outside of my limits, but I'm going to stay within the limits that God has given me. And that is you. I'm not going to, to boast about things that are happening outside of you, but I'm I'm overseeing you because the Lord has given you, given me you to oversee. He said, I'm going to stay within that sphere of service God has self, himself has assigned us. How many of us have at times go beyond our assignments, go beyond our, you know, the people that God has called us to minister, minister to? How many of us have gone beyond what God has said? You know, God said, do this, but I'm just going to go a little further. You know, God wants us to obey and follow instructions. And some, and sometimes that requires staying within the boundary lines of where he has called you. Why? Because there's grace and there's protection within those boundaries. If he told you to go to a place and release the word of God, then that's because there's a grace and the protection that the Lord, and there's something that's going to happen in the spirit on behalf of the word that you release. But let's say I'm going to go here and then I'm going to go there right after. Got to say, I'm not telling you to go there because that's not the boundary which I've given you. Stay within the boundaries and you'll see signs and wonders manifest. Stay within the boundaries of my word and you will see signs and wonders manifest. This is the importance of boundaries. If we come outside the boundaries of the word of God, you know, we a lot of people think it think of it as being religious, but no. It has to align with the word. And yes, there's things that are not in the word. He said greater things we will do. There's things that he can't even write down. There's so much. But there's a foundation, and that's Jesus Christ. And we have to obey the word of God. We have to obey the voice of the Lord. And that itself is a boundary. Boundaries can go so, it's it's such a broad, a broad topic, a broad, just a broad topic. And, you know, we have to be open-minded to the boundaries. It's not just, oh, I'm not going to allow anyone to walk over me. Oh, I'm not going to allow this. No, it's more than that. We have to come into a place where we're not just thinking in the natural, but we're thinking in the supernatural. You know, we have to set boundaries on Satan. We, okay, let's give an example. The other day I was, um, I was talking to a friend, I was counseling a friend and I began to talk to her about a fly. So a fly comes in the house unknowingly. That's because, you know, there was a door open. And then suddenly um, the fly is just roaming around. And you're just like, man, this thing is really bugging me. Like it's entering into my, my you know, it's violating my space, violating me. Like this thing is, it's annoying. Like who allowed this fly in? Where did it come from? And so finally, this is this is real life. And so finally, I something just I I grabbed the fly like it was roaming around me, and I suddenly I just grabbed the fly with my bare hands. And let me tell you, it was disgusting. It was pure disgusting. But when I was speaking and counseling this, um, my friend, she it was just I gave her this story, and it was just like we have to set a boundary of how of what we're going to allow to circle around us, to to come into our minds, to come into our emotions. Are we gonna grab that thing and take it down? 
Are we going to continue to allow it to cross the boundaries within our hearts, within our minds? Are we going to remove it so that we can be aligned with the spirit? So uh, it was it was it was a good a good scenario at the time. Okay, so Jesus set boundaries. Jesus set boundaries. He knew when to find his way away from the crowds to pray. He said, this is too much. I'm getting pulled left and right. I love you guys, but I got to go. I have to go be with the, with the, I have to go pray. You know, we, a lot of us, we, we get caught up in, in, in works. We get caught up in, in the doing and, you know, there's people constantly pulling on us, constantly wanting, you know, just counsel, wanting wisdom, wanting to be ministered to or prayed for. And that's awesome. But at the same time, we have to learn when to separate ourselves and consecrate ourselves to come into a place of our boundary where we're saying, OK, you know what? I'm, I'm tired. I can't right now. I have to set this boundary for me, for my family. And then I can then be filled, refreshing to come and minister to. And then, you know, there's times that, you know, we, we don't want to do anything and suddenly somebody comes and, and God says, do it, do it. But it all goes again with the boundaries of the, of, the, of the Lord's voice. What is the Lord saying? Is he saying to continue to pour out or is he telling you to get rest? So another example of a boundary that Jesus set is when he told Peter, get behind me, Satan. Peter was coming against the fulfillment of what needed to take place of Jesus being crucified. And Peter, was he was trying to stop it. And Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. He put Peter in his place. He set a line and a boundary for Peter not to cross again because he was coming against the will of the Lord. It sounds, you know, it sounds hard, but this is what Jesus, Jesus is our example. He's our prime example. And if he went away from the crowds to pray, then who are we to think that we don't have to? If he put, you know, his friend, his disciple who was with him and then suddenly just came, started to come against the will of the Lord. If he did that, if he put Peter in his place and we too can put those in love in their place when they are coming against the will of the Lord. So boundaries is, let's think of a property survey. I, I work in, I've worked for a lot of contracting companies and I'm constantly dealing with surveys. And so the surveys, when you look at the actual image, there's a boundary mark on that survey that indicates what's your property and what isn't. What you get to build and where you can't build. So if your life, your spiritual walk, your mind, your emotions, your relationships are something that God has given you, you have the right and you have the authority to determine what you get to build, what you get to demolish, and you get to determine if you're going to allow someone to build on your property, someone to build on what God has given you to steward. Again, 
family, mental, emotional, spiritual. People can come and they can drain the life out of you. And they can then become to affect your spiritual walk. We get tired, we get weary, and all of a sudden we don't want to do anything anymore. So we have to be careful on what we're allowing inside the boundaries that God has given us. And so it's the same way in every aspect of your life, whether it be spiritual, whether it be, you know, at your workplace, whether it be relationships. We have to set the boundary, guys. We have to. And so I want to dive into another scripture um, where it says Psalms 16.6 says the boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. The word boundary line in this word is the Greek word for chebo. Might be pronouncing that wrong. How you spell it is C-H-E-B-E-L. And what it means is a district, a company, or a rope. And in this case, when we think of the word rope, we think of that time where Rahab had released the rope out the windows for the three spies. And so he says the boundary lines, I'll read it again, the boundary lines, and in this line, and this, and the and the situation with Rahab, she was protecting them, she was saving them. So boundary lines, when you look at it clearly, it's a place of protection and it's a place of salvation. It connects this word and that scripture and that story connects with the word that was used in the scripture, Psalm 16, 6, the lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Salvation and protection. From what? What does a boundary save you from? What were, what was, what were the spies saved from? Death? danger so there's so many things that boundary lines can do for a person if we would just implement them okay so and then actually in the scripture also david was talking about the boundary lines has have fallen in a pleasant place for me he was talking about the presence of god he was saying that my boundary line is the presence of god and that's where I want to be. It's a pleasant place. How many of us have allowed people, have allowed things, situations to enter and distract us from the presence of God? God is saying, I need you to put your foot down in this season because my presence is primary. My presence is prominent. You need to be in the presence. You need to be where God is calling you to be because if not, you will not fulfill the will of the Lord. There's no more time for delay. There's no more time for people to be in the way. And, you know, it, it, we do it all in love. There's nothing wrong with standing your ground. But there is, it's wrong when you're doing it out of anger, frustration. If you do it in love, you're in the will. Okay, so let's give an example of where boundaries need to be placed. Boundaries need to be placed in leadership, um, your friends, 
your parents, and most importantly, sins and strongholds. Every boundary is different, obviously. In leadership, you know, we we have to learn how we have to learn that leadership has responsibilities. They have um, burdens. They have things that they carry that we will never know. And so it's important for us to not always pull on leadership in an unhealthy way. It's good when you want to learn and you want to, um, you know, you, you want insight, you want wisdom and counsel. But when you're coming within the boundaries of time and and their family and and it's just overbearing and you're draining them, that then we that's something that we need to ask the Holy Spirit to show us. You know, because sometimes we do things and we don't know. We don't know what we're doing. We just, you know, we're hungry. We, we want more. We want to be connected. And sometimes we just need to ask the Holy Spirit, show me the boundaries. Show me. Because we need to have that in leadership. Because then we think, and then not even just the time, but the honor and the respect. You know, we we tend to blurt out and say things that we shouldn't say when in reality God has called those le- that leadership to be over you, to honor and respect. And when we get too friendly and we get too, you know, too comfortable, not, there's nothing wrong with family. But there's always respect and honor. And that's something that, you know, can be lost when the boundaries are not set. Your manager at work, at work, let me tell you, I'm fun. I like to, to laugh. I like to joke around. But my jokes are clean. My jokes are, you know, they're never insulting. They're never, it's just, it's just a good time. But the minute that someone speaks in perversion or the one minute that someone speaks in something that's outside Jesus, I set the boundary. I say, no, I don't, mm-mm. I don't indulge in those conversations. I don't talk that way. And I that's just the way I am. Everyone knows me for that. And honestly, they respect me for it. And if some of them don't like it, then that's just who I am. That's who God created me to be. I'm not going to indulge. I'm going to set a boundary. We're not going to be too close. We're not going to talk to each other in a certain way because then respect and honor is lost. So as people of God, as women, we have to be careful what we're allowing men to say to us. Not just our friends, but men. You know, men can somehow sometimes be disrespectful and, you know, be and say things that we don't necessarily deserve or should be putting up with. So as women, learn to set the boundary. Like, don't always laugh, laugh off a joke that's not even like biblical or that's not even acceptable in the eyes of God. Learn to put people in their place and say, hey, don't you know, I'm not that type of woman. That's not who I am. I've done that a couple of times too. And so um, your friends, you know, sometimes they can get out of, out of place and, you know, you got you to gotta put them in their places. Friends are a little different because, you know, you, you guys kind of have crossed that boundary, but there's we all have different levels of friendship. We went to a, a study and there was level four, level three, level two, number one. And number one was obviously the closest one. But still and yet, there's always respect. We have to maintain that respect. Um, and then with our parents, it always says, honor your parents. You know, we can, I would never disrespect my mom. And so as people of God, of integrity, of honor, we have to 
you know, set boundaries that we're not talking to the elderly, talking to our parents in ways that they should not be spoken to. And so these are just examples of boundaries, where you are to set the boundaries, where, you know, where they fall. It's important. It's important because it sustains honor. I'm going to give you the reasons why it's important right now. Boundaries are important because it sustains honor. Number one, it sustains healthy relationships. It sustains your time. You're stewarding your time, your valuable time. You're sustaining your mental sanity. And you're sustaining your emotions. You know that we're spiritual people. And sometimes we pick up things from other people and we think that it's us. In reality, we we pick something up from someone else and now we're carrying it. Now, the Bible says carry each other's burdens in Galatians 6. But it also says to watch and be careful that you don't fall. One, the first one is, you know, pride thinking that you're, you got it all together and then all of a sudden you're falling into the same thing. But the, the, the second one is, he says to watch that you don't fall, that you're not being tempted. And I believe that sometimes this happens when, because, okay, so God gives us an assignment. And I, I touched on this earlier, but I'm going to touch on it again. God gives us an assignment. He gives us someone to minister to, to counsel, to disciple. But we can only go but so far. We have to learn to set boundaries because we're not God. We're not a savior. And sometimes our hearts and our emotions can get caught up in things because we want them to be where they want they need to be. We want them to be healed. We want them to be delivered. And then we continue to do things as though we're God. And when reality, God is saying, I didn't tell you to stop months ago. And yet you're still going. You've crossed the boundaries of the assignment that I've given you. And so then we become, it becomes unhealthy. We're suddenly picking up things where we have burdens that shouldn't, that we should not be carrying. We have burdens that we haven't dropped at the feet of Jesus. That's the most important part. The burdens are not to just carry. The burdens are to carry with the person and drop it at the feet of Jesus. Because he's the only thing that can make the yoke easy. He's the only one that can make the burden light. And so that is just another example of boundaries. And so what happens when you don't set boundaries is obviously going to be everything that's contrary to why boundaries are so important. When you don't set boundaries, honor is lost, a burnout comes, and we become tainted by others. You know, when I looked up the word boundary, I didn't even get into that. When I looked up the word boundary, um, the word came up to be washed. It meant to be washed and cleansed. And I was like, what? Like, I, I really was confounded. I was, I was just, like, dumbfounded. I was like, what? I don't understand how does this make sense. And I'm like, Holy Spirit, give me eyes to see. Give me ears to hear. Reveal to me. Sometimes we, we, we think of the natural and we should be thinking supernatural. And so when the word, when I looked at the word again, he said, look at the word again, to be cleansed, to be washed, to be bathed. Boundaries keep you in the place of being cleansed. 
keep you in the place of being washed, if you come outside those boundaries, then you're bound to get tainted and infected with the world. And so that's why boundaries are so important. Boundaries are also important because we have to be people of consecration and people of separation. We cannot be like people of the world. It says it over and over again in the Bible. You are not of this world. Yes, you are in this world, but you are not to be conformed to the world. And we don't, when we don't set boundaries on the world and the things of this world and culture, we begin to look like it and we begin to act like it. And all of a sudden, we're, we no longer look like Jesus. We are to be people who are consecrated onto the Lord, set on fire for Jesus. You know, holy, filled with holiness and righteousness. And we have to set the boundary on sin so that we can fulfill the mandate that the Lord has given us in this hour. Set a boundary, take the strongholds down. That's it. Draw the line. Draw the line on the enemy. Draw the line on those people around you who continue to take, take, take. Pray for them. Don't stop praying for them. But sometimes we have to consecrate ourselves so that we can come into a place of being strengthened, of being made whole, being made new, so that we can then go into the land and conquer. And so I end with this. I pray that this teaching has blessed you, has given you another insight of what boundaries look like, where they to be placed, why they're important, and what happens when you don't set it, when you don't set the boundaries on your life. And so I pray that this blesses you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Have a good night. Have a good morning. Have a good week. And we will be back within another week or two with another teaching. Again, if you have any topics that you want us to touch on, email us. We'll be quick to respond. Thank you. Have a good night, guys.